You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. That's how we start off the show with SMN's call for testing. Hey, Walter. Hey. This it feels like it's been a really long time since we've had a, like a traditional sit down and grumpies. Episode. It has been a while. It's been a very long time. Yeah. I feel like it was like November. We've been doing a lot of remotes. Remotes. We uh, didn't come. <laughs> made people come to my house because it was really cold. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> As opposed to today, where it's nice and balmy out. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking cold. I don't even. And know. like, I was out last night. I went to bar next door, uh-huh. and I was like, it's fucking warm last night. And I was like, and then I woke up this morning and was like, looked at my phone and said minus twenty one on the little app, right? Which is the indication before wind chill. And I was like, uh, and then I opened the app and I'm like, with wind chill, minus thirty two. Right. Like, go fuck yourself. But not a lot of snow. Right. And now, with the weather, Esteban. Minus 17, <laughs> and you guys had me waiting outside. No. Minus 17. Who, who's I our guest today, Keith before. I was telling Keith before. Who's talking right let now? Let him finish. Let him finish. I was I telling Keith before. Not only did I shave this morning. I he woke up shave. super early. He didn't shave. I bathed. He did not wake up early. Okay, and I walked uphill gonna, in the snow. He smells a little bit. I can't validate the bathing. I can't. I know you live uphill from here, and you... I've clearly not shaved. I know that you. I know you come from the radio world, where you can just be like, "Oh, we do the show with tuxedos." Oh, it's suspension of disbelief here. You gotta. I know. You gotta run with it. It's bullshit. This is hard reality. Thanks, Keith. Hard reality podcasting. Heather, Glad you have my back there. Heather was Heather was much more cordial than this. I just want to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's we also because me and Walter have a have a thing. Yeah, well, we have we, a past. We talked about the. Okay, so do you want to I say, avoided, I avoided saying that Heather and I had a thing because that just sounds inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think she would appreciate it. She probably I mean, would have. Like, yeah. I want, do you want to introduce your, who the guest is? I don't. I almost don't. I almost don't. I mean, it, I feel like if you, you know, Montrealers, if you, if you listen to the to the, the airwaves, if you flick around the dial in the morning, okay. you might have heard uh, this guy's voice laughing coming in and out. His his, <laughs> his his laughter, which is which what I've I've heard is one of the main reasons. People listen to this show. Is, oh, is, it? is you laughing? Is, it now? is you hashtag la- Esteban laughs? Lafs. Your background. Yeah. How many people have you? How many times have you read specifically complaints about you laughing? Because like I, I, I delight. Nothing brings me more joy than to see people complaining about your laughter. There's definitely. I've never done Yeah. There's there's been a couple of instances, and and I've reached that point where I just call people out, you know, yeah, or I'll just hit like on their comment and then see how far it goes. Uh, Who's that laughing in the background? Uh, tweet? Show morning show producer Esteban Vargas joins us today. Hello, Esteban. Good afternoon, Walter. Good afternoon. Is it Mr. the afternoon Keith? already? Oh, it is. It is the it, afternoon. It, we, I, I think so. We're starting a good 45 minutes late. Because whatever. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? What are you drinking, Walter? I'm drinking um, Jim Beam on ice because I'm watching my carb intake. <laughs> I see. <laughs> nice. I yeah, see. I, like, <laughs> last night... I, and I realize that this is, I, I don't, I guess it's just that I'm not a whiskey drinker, but a fucking shot of Jameson, like, just really didn't do it for me. I, it was just like, I was like, I don't feel more drunk, but I feel a little shittier. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, this I is don't like, feel more drunk, but I feel a little shittier. It was like a yeah, punch, exactly. it was like a punch to the soul. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, like, my stomach is upset. Like, I didn't, I don't feel like, woo, I'm just like, no. Were you sitting at home alone? No, yeah. it was at next door. So. Oh, okay, it's true. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that. Exactly, and some guy, the guy who I don't know, Doug, I want to say, who has some sort of a controlling interest in next door, was like controlling interest. I don't know. He was not paying for drinks, and he was giving away shots. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> like, sure. hey, Doug. Did he have an air? Did he have an air horn? <laughs> do you know about my air horn, Esteban? I, don't know I do remember. Did, did you bring an air horn? Were in? we? Did we like? Did you bring we have an, an air, air horn? In? We have an air horn in the studio. When when we were at uh, Talar Adams's birthday. Thing did I bust out the air horn? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't. Okay, well, tell the story I'm, though, because there's a story behind that. Which story? I, I believe we were at a music festival. Oh yeah, you were there yeah. for that. I, you was, were... I was standing next to you <laughs> when it happened. <laughs> really? It started before you met me? No, it was this the same time. No, it was the same time. Yeah. 
This was this summer, Jerry. I know it was this summer, but <laughs> when you were when you and Sarah were doing it up on the hill, I don't Excuse think Esteban was there. Whoa, 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 whoa. When you and Sarah were doing it up on the air horn. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Son of a bitch. I was going to say that. Well, because uh, then I think Esteban saw me later later that day or later that weekend, and I was still going strong with it because I kind of became obsessed with the air horn. Yeah, because I can't remember which which artist it was. I believe they were from it was a rap artist. New York or Brooklyn? It was possibly? a rap artist. Yeah. It, was a, it was a rap act on. Yeah. It was, they were called uh, uh, wait, let me Brooklyn see. Air Horn Cartel. Right. Yeah. I believe this is what their name was. Yeah, well, they, the they were called... <laughs> Brooklyn Air Horn Cartel, of course, Bark, as they're known. Exactly. Yeah. To their fans. Yeah. Well, the funny part is, I think it was unexpected. We kind of just landed on this field where this rap act was. See, playing. that was a different. This is not even the same thing that we're talking about. But they were both. See this, and here's, and here, there, therein lies the the, 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 the truth. Here's, herein lies the truth behind the air horn. <laughs> any any contemporary sort of uh, rap act, hip hop act, you go see, you're, you're gonna you prepare yourself for a solid half hour of. Yeah, but because it's to let you know that you should be hyped. Yeah. So yeah. that if you get hype. Because of the air horn, you're gonna have like a good time. I was like, you should you yeah. should start using the air horn uh, during Mitsumi segments. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I th- Mitsumi I think on that. Monday mornings, uh, the uh, CTV news anchor Mitsumi Takahashi mm-hmm. comes and does. She does about like a ten minute segment. Yeah, on, like about on, a ten minute. And she goes. And she always go- a contender on the hottest woman in Montreal. Right. To this best, day, on the best of Montreal, she's day. always like, oh, absolutely. And to you know what? this loves day, her. yeah, everybody knows her. Whether you watch TV or not, whether you whether you watch the news or not, everybody right. knows who Mitsumi is. Everybody, you should have Mitsumi on the show, right? Let's do yeah. that. You see that happening? You really should. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Esteban's gonna. I'm, make, I feel like I, I feel like I'd be intimidated by her. No, really? she's awesome. Man. Yeah, I she's feel like, like she's like the nicest, warmest person. I'm in sure the world. she is, but like I, I would be intimidated. Okay, but like, okay. You weren't intimidated by, like, Andy Nellman, a man who could, like, if he wanted to just stop you from doing comedy in the city, probably could. That's a good point. Like, you didn't weren't intimidated by that? I mean, can anybody really stop me from doing I comedy like in this city? Andy probably could, <laughs> like, if he wanted to. Like, if he, if he really set his mind to it. What's your definition of comedy, though? Right. Or what's you know, your definition of you know, doing comedy? I think, I feel like, well, my like, definition I of comedy is nobody can stop me from doing that. Like, uh, like I'm, I'm doing a show. I'm doing a show tonight in Paula Flalo's kitchen. You gonna stop me from doing that? Is, are, you, is are you serious right now, or is that not even a joke? That's so hilarious. you know, it's one of those classic kitchen shows. One of those kitchen shows. Kitchen party. You remember? You know. Yeah. All you're missing is, is like it, great big of, is in the vein of the chicken. I'm gonna do ten minutes of comedy, and then I'm gonna try to sell Tupperware <laughs> to 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 the, to the kitchen to a room full. Of... Walter J. Ling's comedy Tupperware. Oh my God, that'd be the oh, best. Oh, that'd be cool. You should just do that. Comedy like, Tupperware. Yeah. Com- like, comedy Tupperware parties yeah. where it's like you go to like right? the West Island, but do like really dark, dark material. Like In really, the West Island yeah. to housewives. And yeah. Like... Yeah. Like do Bill Cosby jokes and hey, try to sell like a fucking like a salad bowl. All like... Suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, nice. You're just like nice. quiet. How about this Tupperware? Mm. <laughs> you could do it, Walter. That could be like your side gig. Anyway, I'm saying Mitsumi. Is I, I I adore her, but I, I, she, I don't know what I would. I think I would fall apart a little bit if I had to like. I could, I could see that. You know? but I think that would make the podcast. Right. I could carry you. Yeah. I think that'd be hilarious. Yeah, and I keep trying to offer her come like. On, come on, wouldn't you love to see Walter fall apart? I would love to. I, I'd love to see like Walter not know what to talk. And about. Throughout the podcast, I just try keep trying to bring her like different like esoteric drinks. I'm like, <laughs> I brought you a Manhattan. She's like, I don't want to drink that. I'm like, Are you sure? <laughs> All right, I guess I'll just drink this one too. A dirty cosmopolitan. A dirty cosmopolitan. <laughs> dirty cosmopolitan. <laughs> what? A stinky cosmopolitan. Wow. This is a drink that matches <laughs> stinky your Cosmo. eyes. What? Oh, no. <laughs> okay, we're going to cut that last part out. No. <laughs> what? And she does... <laughs> And she does those segments. Why are we talking about Mitsumi? What? What? What did when Mitsumi? Come oh yeah, because like I wanted to play because I think you should start. Oh, the air horn. You should start yeah, like sure. every time like she they're like you talk about a new headline. It's oh. like let's talk about the latest Leger poll. Pam pam pam. They're like just. I think it'd make the news more fun. Yeah. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on that. Yeah. I'll work on that. I'll yeah. get right on that. I always feel like the the impetus for that for that segment was that you know you, there's somebody like I don't know somebody wanted to ensure that you're that like you're really like your committed show listener gets some kind of news. It's like it's like it's like there's a good chance that our <laughs> that our regular listeners aren't gonna get any kind of updates wow. on current events. Wow. Let's put Mitsumi on first day of the week so at least they'll know something heading into the week. Cover Monday morning going right? into work, you know, they're not just gonna be like they have something to talk about like, at the water cooler. Humming Ted yeah. Nugent. Yeah. Like, they're gonna yeah. be humming Ted Nugent. Gonna... <laughs> do you guys do you guys still have wow. French press segments? 
We don't. We don't. That's, that's been I'm, that's been years that yeah. hasn't happened. I, There's a I, French I, press? That used to be on CJD though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And but are you sure? Yeah, it used to be on CJD. Yeah, Tommy would do it. Tommy. Yeah. And whoever was on Global Mornings? There's a guy we got to get on is Tommy Schnurmacher. On the show, we got to get Tommy Schnurmacher on this show. Tommy Schnurmacher. I once put up a post on Facebook documenting the different hats that Tommy Schnurmacher has worn over the years. I was like, different. You ever notice that? You ever notice all the He keeps it in line. He's got his thing going on, man. You don't, you don't mess with his hats. Do you think he has his own haberdasher? Do you think like he has like an account at a haberdasher? That's the Schnurmacher account. We keep Tommy real happy. <laughs> it just comes in every oh, like. Ah! Ah! It's like the wall. I, I feel of sound like this podcast just... is going to be edited down to nothing but that. <laughs> Probably. Hey, no. Tommy, what do you got going today? Sailor hat. Wide brim fedora. And the fact Ooh. that Walter has that ready to go is a little worried. <laughs> and, oh, great! Yeah, lovely, lovely. And is it, that an app now? It's oh yeah, you know it's an app. You have an air horn app. I have an air horn app, and it makes different sounds. It makes I could do uh, like you know maybe, maybe you start off maybe you start the the the, the show morning show with one of these guys. Yeah, no, you I know? have this no. like this. What do you got? <laughs> Keith, Keith for a second was just tapping his phone in front of his face and nothing was happening. Nice going. Anyway, so when you want service, you can always get it. You know what worries me though is we've reached that point where apps can do just about anything, yet we still can't solve like the common cold kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, but that's like a whole difference. There was a whip sound effect on it as well. Is Indiana Jones here, Walter? Let me see. <laughs> You heard they're coming out with a new franchise? And they're rebooting Indiana Jones? Chris Pratt is going to be Indiana Jones, maybe. Okay, but like, yeah. here's the thing, is that they're also making an Uncharted with Chris Pratt movie. Not with Chris Pratt, but I'm like... Chris Pratt's going to be in everything. <laughs> he's the new guy. He's it. He's the new Bradley Cooper. Nice. But, what the fuck, Walter? Cut this out. Would you do this with Mitsumi? So you got a, you got a, you got a record you scratch. Would you do this with so Mitsumi? This one you actually could use. It's the record scratch sound. I'm just and, gonna and, move and over. And you guys, and you guys play, you guys play a bunch of records and stuff, right, on the we show. Do play records, so, yeah. so you get the record scratch yeah. there. And I know sometimes you do incorporate that. You do incorporate the record scratch. Like you, you pretend like you're gonna play a song, and then it's like, and it's like this would never be played on show. Right. We talked. I gotta talk about this. You know how much that angers people too, because they get all excited for the first ten seconds when they're playing a non-show song, and then you record scratch it. Text message going, you guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> you guys shouldn't have stopped playing Anne Murray. Yeah, or Air Supply. Air Supply. Air Supply is a big one. Neil Diamond is the other one. Neil Where Diamond. people are just like, yeah, and I'm like, what uh, are you? People listening? go nuts for Neil Diamond, man. I don't know what's going on. Neil Diamond's awesome. Yeah. There's a few <laughs> yeah, Neil Diamond tracks, in, like in, uh, in context. I feel like I feel like he could get some Electric Lunch Hour play, probably. I don't think so. I think so. I don't think so. Come on. Uh, j- sh- cherry, cherry. Sh- yeah. No, man. There's a. I'm no, sure. Man, I'm gold. sure. That's not even like electric lunch hour. That's that's just like gold. Do you remember Oldies 990? Yep. Sure do. Oldies 990. Yeah. CKGM. Yes. Which like used to be, which is what Shum used to be. Uh, it was at one point. The CKGM. CKGM FM. Right. Essentially, the FM sister station until it split off. And Tell us about Shum in the in the early 70s. Oh yeah, I yeah. can uh, <laughs> I can go way back there. You know, I'll just go back like there's a what? house and there was a dog barking. I no, I'll go back like 19 years before I was born. That's all. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Right. I was listening to those history of Shome segments that you guys were running. Yeah, some of those were epic actually. Some of them were some of them were pretty cool. I mean, they were like a bunch of fucking naked Randy, women. Randy Randy Renault is the, about the right? offices, and you're like, I want to say I want to say Randy Randy Renault is the best. Those, Randy Renault is those, such a great radio documentary. Those segments are all gold. Each each and every single one. I love them. Like really and, and even though I was, I actually was actually listening to them. Like most of the, mostly every morning, I would hear them live and stuff. But then, like around Christmas and New Year, when they packaged them all together yeah, and played them for an hour, and I heard that, and I just started listening to them again. They're so good. Yeah, they're they so are. good. He knows how to package them. He's such a great researcher. He's such a great host. I he's feel like how much of that stuff does he actually research? I feel like he's like he's, he, he, he has really like a huge just, encyclopedic knowledge. No, like, people don't realize he actually puts a lot of work into it. He, I'm sure he does. He, it he it is, comes off. He is an encyclopedia. Don't get me wrong on that. He's an encyclopedia, but he does consult because. There's certain things that don't get written down, obviously, right? Don't get documented over the years. So he tries to be as accurate as he possibly can. Yeah. So he'll spend days calling people. He'll spend days talking to actual people that were there or that were as close to the event as possible. Yeah. yeah. And it's insane the amount of work that he puts in. Like I know some days he's up till three in the morning just working Jesus. on things. Like does he that. produce himself? Like does he like does he, he put them the, together? He, or? he he he's got a produ- an actual technical producer helping him. Right. But he essentially walks into the studio and and. 
and he's got a because the sound I, he's got an idea and essentially he gets what he what he has because the sound design is also pretty good yeah. on those segments. The sound design is yeah. brilliant, and I know you're not doing that. No, so, uh, right. no, yeah. Thanks, Walter. <laughs> thanks, son of a bitch. <laughs> thanks. You just, you I'm, so, I'm, in, sorry. Right? You just I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I blame Keith because Keith uh-huh. put the idea oh, in my Keith. head that, like, put the idea in my head that I was going to be like combat. Like, what was the word? Not uh, uh, combative. Combative, confrontational. Confrontational. Because Sarah, Sarah was like, "Oh, you're having a spat on the show. That'll be cool." And she's like, "Is Walter just going to shit on him for the whole?" Hour? Pretty much. No. And I, then, and then I think Walter's it, like, "Why would I do that?" And Sarah was like, "I was there at Walter's wedding night." Walter got super hammered and decided to just shit on Esteban. I'd like to point out that I did not get super hammered at my actual wedding. No, it was the after party. But I was at the, at the after party. <laughs> at the after party, I let loose a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. Full disclosure, though, I've known Walter since high school. Yes. yes. Esteban and I went to high school. We were, I was... Uh, uh, it was a couple of years ahead of Esteban because he had failed twice. Yes, exactly. And, um, <laughs> so I was a couple guys, grades ahead of him. Did you guys make a secret pact and you're like, I'll take over the radio. You take over comedy. We'll take over Montreal together. And then you're like, eh. thing is, I don't even think we went that route. I think we, we just kind of built this whole idea we, we're, of us being uh, nemesis. We, uh, well, we're nemesis, but like we're also, we also sort of like organically – We've we've organically t- taken over all of uh, English media in Montreal. Right. So. Oh, oh, all of all of English media. All of English media. Of English media. It's happening. I mean, it's, it's you got you radio. got the broadcast a little it's bit, coming. and I got to. It's, it's essentially Walter uh, begging me for a job every. Print media, day. and stop motion animation in my in, in my corner. Animation. Yeah, I'm a pioneer of the stop motion. I see. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you're going to get into television. We're going to start our own station. Yeah, we should. Our yeah. own broadcast <laughs> television station. Yeah, it'll be a lot like that Pirate Weird Al TV. film, UHF. Right. Yes. Yes. Just. <laughs> That's a great show. A great good. movie. It's a good movie. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, we went, yeah, as men and I went to high school together. And I was, yeah, and, it was a good time. The weird part is I never realized most people think we're from the West Island. Yeah, people tell me that all the time. You're like, yeah. you're like, you're really hard English. I'm like, no, grew up in the East End. East End. They're like, why yeah. don't people? First of all, don't understand why I'm not French, and second of all, don't understand why well, I, I don't, I, why I don't yeah, why, and like why I don't speak English with any other kind of accent. Yeah. They're like, no, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, essentially, we grew up in the East End. We not did. essentially, we did. We, we just did. did. Well, uh, we did. RDP essence. or are you RDP technically or Montreal I, I'm North? Montreal North. Yeah. yeah. Just like I don't know, it's six of one, half a dozen of the other. Like yeah, it's pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. RDP just bleeds into Montreal. North. Was that you told me you were going to the East End Slash today? Is yeah, that what you're going? Going to visit my parents later. On. Yeah. yeah. Are you you're taking public transport to get I out am there? Oh, my sympathies, man. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. My my dad has a has runs his factory out of RDP. And it was his dad's factory is near Anjou Patet. Yeah. No way. I haven't been out there in ages. You know. Yeah. It's well. It's like a. Is Anjou Patet still there? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's one of the best. One of the best hot dog fry places in the city, and you got to go out to, and you got to go out to the like ways to get it. You only have to drive thirty minutes east. It's so worth it. It's so worth it though. But there's, but there's like Now you're drinking my beer. What are you doing? Trying to cut back on the carbs, Walter. Sorry. Don't, what are you doing? I don't even know. <laughs> Honestly, what was that? It's like, <laughs> he was just like, yeah. I'm not, not even only sure if you, you did that on purpose. I didn't. I actually didn't. That's the sad part. You have to pay for your own drinks. I'm going to put this in Walter front of it. Walter will just drink them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, my dad runs the factory out there, and every now and then he was like, Oh, like come up! I'm like, how? How am I gonna come up to there, Dad? Just head over, scoot yeah, over real quick. Like one, you're like, like yeah, you, no problem. You get I'll on be, the I'll metro. You get on the <laughs> metro. You take the green line to Radisson Metro. Yeah. Then you take the 44, and that's another half hour. Pretty much. My sister says take the 449. I've not lived in the East End. I haven't lived in the East End so long. I have no idea what that bus even is. What is the 449? <laughs> It's the new, it's the new express bus, and also it brings you to the jail that oh, I've read that I've never even seen. I, I remember also. Have you ever seen the RDP prison? I don't even I know have, what that I, is. I've, I've, I've been by it. <laughs> I've never <laughs> saw it. You I never, I've never seen it once. Looks, Where is it? The, it's, it's like way past Saint Jean Baptiste. Okay, so the outside hey. looks really nice and all because they keep it. Obviously, it, I mean, if you didn't like, know it was a prison. And then on the like inside, it's like it's like fucking like like the Marquis de Sade in there. Like you should do some research. Right. Do do the research. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll, co- I'll commit a minor crime so I could be so I could be put in there for a weekend. <laughs> but that's what I was say. Then like, I'll come out and I'll do and I'll do a, an insider's report. Right. Yeah. What, what kind of what kind of crimes do you end up at RDP prison for? Like, why are they, is it like a murder prison or is it like a white collar prison? Yeah, I'm pretty or is sure it, it's. Uh, 
No, it's a it's a federal. Prison. It's not a. It's, no, thing. it's like you can go to federal. It's no, it's jail a it's a it's a, it's a serious jail. Like it's like <laughs> no, it's a serious jail. Like yeah. I think yeah. Bane was out there actually. Yeah, he Bane. was. They actually yeah prior to the breakout. Yeah. yeah. Like isn't Batman's Bane? Yes, exactly. Bane, <laughs> right? Like Masaro, Masaro, Bane, Bane, and everyone's like fucking. <laughs> RDP, (laughs) the best. I know somebody who had a a, an experience there, but I don't want to. I don't want to say. I don't want to say the name of the person, (laughs) and I don't want to say why he was there. But it's a really good story, though. I was like, when you say had, when you say had an experience, I'll tell you guys off air. Sounds a lot like prison, right? No, I mean he went. He was went to jail. I mean he was holed up there for a few days. My dad knew a guy who went there too. If you remember. How's your How's your Montreal history? Weird. I think it was. This is the Irish mob story. No, 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 no. This is the. Um, you know what? I'm fifty fifty on it. You know who's great with uh, Montreal history and like crime history and all that? It's a guy called uh, Christian Gravener. Okay. Christian who now? Coolopolis is his blog. What's his name? Christian Gravener. Okay, I know and, Coolopolis. And he's got like the history of Montreal down packed, and I don't even know how he finds these stories. So he would probably. Know. Anyway, he there, would there, probably there was know. there was a there was a, a car thief. Who was like known as the chameleon, and who was like a monstrously prolific car thief in Montreal, what? like and like like literally this is like uh, what in the forties kind late, of thing? no like late seventies like early eighties and it was like gone in sixty second style like it was like Holy it was like incredibly expensive cars and just constantly and he would always supposedly like th- your wallet or whatever would just be like in a sack in a trash can near where the car was no way. it was like a very socially conscious car thief, socially conscious let's say yeah. and when they actually when they busted him there was like he like got got in the car and it was like like cop car lit up fucking like t slammed him into the thing and just like trapped him and it was like a big front page deal like chameleon caught and all that stuff and my dad knew the guy did not know he was the chameleon like just was like oh you're you're just a fucking guy who runs an auto shop in st leo right it's like no i'm a monstrous car thief i just love those stories too because every time they interview someone that was close to the person it's always like no he was such a great guy yeah, well, uh, well, this guy and, and like my dad talked to him afterwards, like after the whole thing went down, and he was like, "Yeah, he's like, I, he's like, I felt that like stealing expensive cars was like in a way victimless because if you have an expensive car, you have insurance." <laughs> nice. You're like, you're like <laughs> I love that logic. <laughs> but it's true though. I'm like, if you're driving a fucking nice car, you're not like you don't have like one way insurance or it doesn't whatever. Doesn't make it right though. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not saying it's okay, but I can see. Yeah, go ahead, steal cars. Keith said, "Go for it, man." Keith. From nine to five dot cc says stealing cars is a victimless crime. Right. Either way, it's just I thought it was like kind of like it's like a weird like criminal's justification to be like they have insurance, no they're kidding. gonna get a new car. Like, no but nobody's in trouble here. These people are rich. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's and he spent some time up in RDP and then he spent some time uh, like in one like a like air quotes prison up north. Where apparently it was just yeah, like, like a fucking cottage, low security kind of. Yeah, thing. like a low security like. Cottage. That's where I want to go. I want to go. I want to do that kind of prison. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, when I when I eventually go to prison, I want to go to the yeah. Yeah. He wants a vacation. Do do a lot of push-ups. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. A lot of cardio. Uh, <laughs> Rent-free vacation. You know. Yeah. With exercise machines. Now, now, Esteban, how long have you been, been doing right. the prison thing? Prison six years. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, how now? How do you manage to produce the morning show from within? Esteban's not here in person, by the way. Yeah, he's he's joining us via satellite feed from exactly. the prison, Guantanamo. Exactly. From Guantanamo. Yeah. <laughs> Guantanamo for his acts of from, terror. From Gitmo. Gitmo. Yeah, from his from his acts of terror against the the the, the, the listenership. You oh. know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey. All right. What? Now, again, why Walter, did you Walter, smash the thing? <laughs> Were you Walter, trying to drink his beer again? No. Again, Walter's attempt at comedy. Apparently, they're out of martinis, by the way. For all of they're all out of, of martinis. How do you know that you're not even here? You're in Gitmo. No, um, I'm in the background. What have you? Why? How long have you been doing the the the, the show? The deal? How long have you been? Wait, morning show. Or radio? He said six years. No, no, but like, how long you've been? Prison. How long oh. you've been producing the morning show? Morning show, it's going to be well, it's three years as of January. Right. Okay, when did you know that you were going to be uh, a radio guy? Is I didn't. We're like, I didn't. So, I still don't think I'm. A can radio I can, guy, can I describe to you Esteban's progression as seen through my eyes? Okay. Okay. But tell me the story of Esteban, Walter. All right. No, this is great. I need, I need some piano. In the he was two. He was two years behind me in, in high school. So I finished. I finished up high school. Greatest guy in high school. I finished up high school and. Then and then um, 
one day, like I'm on Crescent Street or something. I think it was in Sijip. And I, hey, in and high school, was he like a huge nerd? No, he did a, like he he was did a lot cool of shit. Kid? Was he cooler than Esteban you? and I? Kind of like we did it. We we we, we, we both hit a lot of like the extracurricular shit. We no, both we were on we, the same we, page, but we we also got away with murder. We did, I, yeah. I say it? Yeah, we did. I mean, nowadays, yeah. No, we, we did. Can look back at it. And say <laughs> we, we got away with so much. We did because we, we, we were friends. We did because we were friends with the faculty. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. That's the thing. They're like, oh, those guys would never do anything against like school, and we're like, no, we just skipped out like six hours early today. Yeah. Anyway, so. Two years after I graduated, one year, one day I see Esteban on on the Crescent Street, on and the Crescent on the Crescent Street, the Crescent. and uh, and he's at the I think I don't know if you're at the Shone booth or you're at the you were you had you were doing you had done like a career explorations thing, I think I right. Remember? Yeah. See, I know I know this. You had done a career explorations thing, and and like and you went and your career explorations thing was going to the radio station, right? <laughs> it was. Is, it actually, you know what ended up happening. I went to uh, CFCF the first year, and then the second year. Oh, I you got like, to actually do it in music. Yeah, okay, I yeah. got the music in the background. Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. First year I went to CFCF. Second year around, I, was I like, did CFCF. I, yeah. I did it one and only one year, yeah. and I went to CFCF. Yeah. But the second year around, I, was I like, met uh, Mose Persico. Oh, look at you, yeah, Mr. Fancy. Right? right? Yeah. 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 Second year around, though. I was like, I got a day off of school? Right? Sure, send yeah. me somewhere fun is what I said. I remember the first year I did career explorations. It was done by noon, and then I didn't go to school for the yeah, rest right. of the day. I went to Place Versailles, <laughs> and I had lunch at Amir. Anyway, so so Esteban goes and does his career explorations. Most, 99% of people who do career explorations, they check shit out. It's fun. You know, some, skip the day of school. Skip the day of school. Esteban. Uh, got a lifelong career out of one day doing career explorations because was it like is it your first day your first time that you met Demonte? Or? It was the first time I actually met Terry Ted and actually there's two other people Jeff Bartlett who's sure. uh, now no longer in Montreal right and Max was he Hummel, the one that became the fireman or he was the one that became yeah. the fireman the president okay and he moved out west became a fireman yeah. out there and who was the other who was the other name you mentioned Matt Cundell who was the music director at the time okay and he's out in Winnipeg right right. Now. And uh, yeah, bumped into all these people, met them all that day, and here I was going like, yeah, it's a it's a day off, it's cool, whatever. And then I kind of just fell in love, and I was like, this is this is kind of awesome. You fell in love with the four men. You fell in love with the four men you met love. that day. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Go on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Madly in love. Yeah. Madly. madly. Yeah. Madly. And then uh, by the end of the day, I was like, hey, you think uh, think I could come back or whatever? And they're like, oh, I don't know, we'll see. And Terry drove me to the metro, and he said, keep in touch. There you sure go. Enough, we kept in touch, and. Uh, Ten year, almost ten years later. You, but you were started work. You started doing like like your first. You started getting your first producing gigs like not very long after no, that. It was like, like not even six months. No, nah, like you were like right out of high school, yeah, like literally out of high school. I was, I was seven. What did you start doing? What did they start you on? I started actually in the music department at Chome, so I was literally just filing CDs. Stop with the music now. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally just filing CDs, and then sure enough, a couple of weeks later. One of the technical producers fell sick, so everybody got shuffled around. Right. And now there was an opening for a an overnight producer. Uh-huh. So essentially taking taking requests, playing music, playing the commercials. And the video I, that goes I, with it is just bonkers. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I love how the visuals work, too, on your podcast. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, started doing overnight producing and then went from there. It was everything from production to reception to traffic, uh, you name it. Who and who really? Who would you credit with having like taught you like the the production ropes? Was it was it uh, Mike Babbins? Was it uh, Merv Williams? Production ropes. It was a mix, honestly. Uh, what, what both those guys figure into that, or the, the first person who actually threw me on a console in the middle of a shift, a daytime shift, was actually Pete Marriott. Pete Marriott. That, 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 that figures. Yeah, that. I, I was in the studio, I think, pulling CDs off a rack, and he kind of went, "Hey, kid, come over here," and he went, "Push this button." When I tell you, push the other button. And I was kind of like freaking out. And he's like, don't worry about it. He's like, yeah, that was a pretty good mix. And I was like, all right. And then I kind of went, all right, see you. <laughs> Ducked out because I was nervous and all. But that was that was the technical production of things. Were you uh, like every- shaking and excitement? Oh, totally. You're like, oh, totally. Oh, yeah, I oh, totally. did it. Totally. But everything else, I mean, Terry was the one that gave me my end. Ted as well. Uh, Jeff and Matt Cundell. I'd say those were the f- the first four people that really had my back on everything. And my, I still have my back to this day. My favorite thing about Ted Bird is as much as I antag- – antagonistic. That was what I was looking for Antagonizing. before. Antagonizing. You suggested I was going to be antagonistic towards right. Esteban. And as antagonistic as I get towards you, yeah. I don't know that anybody has ever been more antagonistic towards you, at least in their in sort jest. of on-air – In jest. In jest. Than Ted. Yeah. Than like, like... Oh, well, well, Ted, Ted <laughs> poked at me from the first day I was there. Right. The first day where I did my career exploration. Yeah. He couldn't get my name straight. 
Right. My name wasn't Esteban. It was Esmeralda. Esmeralda. And it kind of stuck for the longest time. And he was like, what's it? Oh, that, Classic that kid, Jen. Esmeralda. And uh, that's it stuck for the longest time. And then everything from there on in was a joke about me being Mexican. I'm sure people who have never met you in person must like, must visualize you sitting in the control booth wearing like a sombrero, a sombrero right? and yeah. like and a poncho and a poncho or yeah. something. Yeah, like, yeah right. Yeah. Like, what's yeah. for breakfast, Esteban? Right. Tacos? Tequila, <laughs> man. Esteban's not here, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like the fake Three Amigos accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, maybe not this guy. Although, Var- Vargas Hashtag Varga? three amigos. Vargas. Vargas. Okay, Hashtag close. fuck you three amigos. <laughs> uh, three amigos did not respond to our uh, request, request sponsor. for sponsorship. So, uh, All we wanted was unlimited tacos. Yeah. We, like, we just wanted. Oh, man, we just wanted. Last place I'd go for we that. just wanted to. We said we'll go at the end of the, the your, your your night. We'll go when you're closing. Just give us any leftover tacos you have. What That's we, all we want. And we they want wouldn't. They wouldn't take it. Garbage bags full of we tacos. We want leftover three day old tacos. You don't even have to give them to us pre assembled. Yeah. We want a bag. One bag right. with ground meat. Yeah. One bag with taco shells. One bag with shredded it does, lettuce. It doesn't matter if it has a little mold or, or the trash. It's fine. From the other bin. It's fine. It's fine. We'll make it work. It's fine. You'll yeah, clean it up. Flavor. Anyway, so Esteban is very Mexican. Yeah. Right? Yeah. These were, yeah, dumpster dough for like only a couple nights ago. Go plug your stomach with tacos. Go plug tacos. your stomach with tacos, courtesy of Three Amigos. Hey. Anyway, I was going to say, is this this waste of guy. Esteban <laughs> Vargas. <laughs> And do you know what Michael Mando's character's name is on Better Call Saul? Is it Nacho Vargas? It's Varga. That's, uh, why, that's why I asked Vargas for Varga. It's like Nacio Varga. doesn't count. Yeah, I know. They need, to, they, need to, they need to start calling you Nacho on, on air. Yeah, thanks. Because if there's – <laughs> No, but that's, that's, a, that's not a short name. Thanks. Is there, is there a hilarious, like, short form of Esteban – like like a Spanish short form. Esteban Tommy no, there, 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 there isn't. Esteban there isn't. Tommy but all of the names like like Ignacio shortens to like Nacho, like Pedro shortens to Pepe. Like there's like Does it really? Yeah. How but is not, Pepe shorter than Pedro? Because they're just they just like to make cute names out of everything. Pepito is little Pepe. Like, well, Esteban you can go Tommy, from Pedro to Pepe to Pepito, and you're like, my it's not my fucking. I only name. found out last <laughs> year that Esteban is uh, like Spanish Steven. Yeah, it is. I did it's not the know that. Of Steven. Okay, so and, like, I can Esteban see that. Vargas is the equivalent of. Steve Smith yeah, in the yeah, States yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So, but but you're Spanish by ways of Mexico or like Spain? My dad's from Mexico. My okay. mom's from Italy. What part of Mexico is your dad from? Acapulco. Acapulco. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh ah. I've heard of that place. Ah. <laughs> you didn't just say a name that I had to pretend Acapulco. I heard of. Acapulco. Well, yeah. I was actually. just in, uh, Playa, in the Playa del Carmen area. Yeah. You may have seen a lot of pictures of me shirtless on Facebook floating I around. I sadly have. Yes. Photo bombing my I was wedding. almost upset by the amount of nudity. Honestly, of the worst part is was... waking up at four in the morning, <laughs> turning like, on your phone. There was and so many pictures. And all you see is a picture of half naked Walter. Half naked Walter. Four in the morning. So much skin. That's just the greatest image in the world. I just. Uh, what the hell are we talking about? Now? No even, short, no know. hilarious Spanish short form of Esteban. No, there isn't. Like, like, I know of. like Esti or like Stevie. Here, Stevie. No, Stevie. <laughs> Stevie. Stevie. Well, like, uh, Stevie. like Stevie. No. Like, like, like the co- like the company, the letter, like the company that makes the uh, the the symbols and stuff. Like, what? a major reason why my name is Keith. Oh, is that's my st- parents were like, my brother has a two syllable name, Kevin. And okay. got short to Kev, Kevy, whatever else like that. And one of the reasons why they went with Keith was they were like, you're just immune to, like, nicknames or anybody fucking yeah, with your name. You're like, like if you get a nickname, it's going to be based on not your name. And that's when your dad started to call you Keithski. Yeah, and I was like, Keith- shit. Keithski. This is the worst. I think I don't know if I told this on the store on the El Keitharino. Keitharino. Exactly. You're just making it longer. <laughs> my dad, my parents, oh, in, like, man. the borderline neglectful situation called me Magoo because I bumped into things all the time. I needed glasses very badly. <laughs> should, should we call you Magoo now? Is that what you're saying? No, I have glasses now. But they were like, ha he bumps into things. So your dad's from Acapulco. Yes. When did he and when did he come when did he come to the I have no idea. Not Acapulco. You no don't idea. know. Okay. I don't remember. Did he live in the States at all ever? No, or he did didn't. he, he just came directly here? He was here. just like, I'm gonna go until yeah. I get cold. And your mother and, and and your mother's side of the family uh, Italian. Italy. Your mother your mother was actually, actually from, from Italy. Italy. 
Literally. Hence the Montreal North. So which makes which makes your which makes your non-accented English that much more inexplicable, right? Like because like I feel like it just sounds like someone who paid attention. No, but bro, I should be talking like this. I come from like generations of people that were born in in Canada. So like you know, right? But wow, you're you're just you're just getting all the points today. Yeah, Yeah. and just scoring. I'm first generation, and I have like no discernible accent. Okay, yeah, you're first generation, (laughs) like and yeah, from German and English. Yeah, exactly. There could be a German accent. My dad doesn't have a German accent either. I feel like you should put on a German accent just for fun. No. You should. I do so that yeah, sometimes, but it gets me in trouble. To. Everyone I talk to is be like, German oh, oh, yes, I'm German. Yeah. I hung out with a bunch of Germans in Mexico. We record the podcast. Did you know? Yeah, yeah, because Mike, Mike Patterson's uh, wife, Monica, Monica, Schmidt. Monica Schmidt, had like a bunch of family come over from Germany it's true. to Ma- Playa del Carmen. And so we're, I was just partying with a bunch of Germans. They know how to party. <laughs> they do. Nice. <laughs> They do. They can now drink anybody. Anybody. I brought a bottle of mezcal home. So if you want to hang out and drink some mezcal. I think I'll drop that. I like mezcal. I like mezcal. I like mezcal. (laughs) That's that's like borderline racist. I like like the mezcal way more than I do the the regular tequila. Fair enough. Much nicer. I'm not a tequila person. Smokier. I hate tequila. I I I loathe it. it. I can't do it. But you'll do mezcal though? Yeah. It's nice. I eat the worm. I eat the worm. Ooh, yeah, I did. Wouldn't do that. Uh, I wasn't. I well, I was already like, I already had a, a several drinks in me, so it kind of like dulled my senses enough. Of course. So at this point, you don't even know you're. Ex- I was like, I would eat all the worms. Like, <laughs> I eat all the worms. I tried, like I tried to my get stomach. a bowl full like, of worms. That's gross. Yeah, that's a little. But gross. you hallucinate eventually, that's right? <laughs> that's what you're wearing. You hallucinate. And you think you're still sober, right? Yeah. No, you're not though. <laughs> I always like. I feel like I'm like. I was like, oh, I don't like tequila. I'm not a big look. That's not true. Like, I did, like, I just complained about the Jamie shot and whatever. And then you're like, what do you drink? And I'm like, a lot of gin. And most people are like, gross. Yeah, gin's gross. Right. <laughs> I, I don't like, mind gin, though. Yeah, I drink, a, right. I drink depends, a ton of gin. It depends which gin. I drink a lot of it. Like, no, I, we, I, mean, we, I mean, which brand? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, but I will also drink cheap gin, but I also drink high-end gin. Like, but like, if if someone's just like, even if it's like beef eater or whatever, if there's Fair like enough. like a rail special i'll be like i'll have still have the <laughs> shitty gin on the rail like anyway Esteban, what was it like what was it like i love walter's getting serious Growing working up in a mexican working prison? working the morning working uh you know working as a producer on the morning of 9-11 i wasn't there on the morning of 9-11 walter were you sick that day or no it wasn't what you called the show in? started in january 2012 mm-hmm. we're talking about nine we're talking about september 11th 2012 I was talking about 2011, the year 2011. Okay. 9-11? You're talking about the year 9-11. January 9th, 2011. <laughs> right. Was that, was that not 9-11? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I thought you were talking about the year 9-11. Still, like, like <laughs> thing is, I started January 9th, 2012. So there's no way this anecdote is no. correct in any way. No. Okay. I have my notes. I can notes. make up a story. My, my, my notes are... I, I got my notes January crossed. I can make up a story. I got my no- I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. What yeah. disaster happened January 9th, 2012? January 9th, 2012, I thought I'd be a smartass and start waking up at 3.45 when I went to bed at 3.45 two nights before. And that was essentially my schedule before then. I was going to bed at You'd 3.45 sleep for 48 hours? every morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Exactly. Okay. Essentially, I went from going to bed at 3.45 to waking up at 3.45. What were you doing, what were you doing prior? Uh, Party. I was actually working uh, <laughs> a technical production job. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and pretty Party. much going out yeah. every second night. Yeah. I was. Like I love, I'm a huge supporter of the uh, the local music scene. Okay. And I would go out to any live show I could go to, and it it fit my schedule. It was great. I have a question. Go for it. Right now, Walter's just taking a call. Super professional. And the worst is Walter to like see he's he's about to book yeah. someone very important. Yeah, exactly. Don't realize. Say it's Elvis. Uh, yeah, I don't edit this. <laughs> 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 I don't edit anything. I just slap on the intro That's and the awesome. outro. Unless, unless someone says something that they really want to have taken out, right? I just really don't right. like to edit. I don't have time for this. This isn't my job. The fact is, the last like forty minutes or whatever this has been mm-hmm. has been nothing but a lie. So you may want to edit all that. Nope. Not gonna happen. Who was that, Walter? What, uh, what big yeah, time Hollywood star was calling him? Hey, you know I'm busy. You know, you know I got things going on. Yeah, you know I'm, I'm doing. Okay, so. This is this is interesting. This is the episode. Uh, this is just. Last weekend in podcast time, yeah. we just saw the triumphant reopening of the Comedy Works. Comedy Works reopened, right? It was yeah. lineup around the block. Around the right. block, it was it was huge. Mm-hmm. John Tesh was, was there. there. 
John Tesh was there. John Esteban Tesh, John Tesh did a, a piano solo. Esteban did, Esteban did like some shots of mezcal with John Tesh. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, which is a fun, which is a fun callback. Did you know that John Tesh wrote that piece of music that I was doing before? I didn't. The basketball, you know, like the I, I NBA. I think I it's, it was an NBA on NBC or NBA, yeah, it was NBA on, on NBC. NBA, NBA, NBA on John NBC. Tesh wrote that theme. I didn't know that. Little known, little known True fact. Story. I'm not L- even making that up. Little known fact. I make up a lot of things. That one I did not make up. If you look up John Tesh's biography, he's also considered to a popularized use of air horn in <laughs> just in music in general. He's like he was at a sporting event, heard the air horn. Didn't he write this one? Oh no, wait, it's still He was at Damn a sporting it. event, someone blasted an air horn, and he was like, you know where that needs to be? In all music. In all music. <laughs> exactly. Really only hip hop took it from him, but he like in his mind, he was like, Led Zeppelin's going to just right. throw in an air Obviously. horn and just Obviously. fucking, you know, uh, what's his name? Other pianist. Canadian pianist. Canadian pianist. Go the on. guy. No. Glenn Gould. No. Glenn Gould. The one who did uh, Chariots of Fire. Glenn Gould. Bum, 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 oh, Evangelist? No. Yeah, no. Chariots of Fire was done by. No, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Chariots of Fire was done by John or Evangelist. It was one of the dudes that involved in John Evangelist. You know what I'm talking about, though. Yeah, I know. John Evangelist. Classic rock guy here. Yeah, it was the prog rock formation. It was Evangelist. Hold on. I think it was Evangelist. I'm telling you. Wasn't he. I know my. I know my prog. Oh, no. Chariots of Fire was Yanny, man. Nick, am I right here? Thank what? you. It is Evangelist. No, 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 no. And what am I thinking of? I'm right. I'm right. Can someone like points to Walter? Points to Walter. Hang on. Vangelic. Canadian pianist, though. I'm going to tell you who I'm thinking of. This is such good podcasting right here. It's... We're looking this up right now. Yeah. Category. Canadian pianist. There's By the whole, way. Whole page. Glenn By Gould. the way, breaking news. The uh, green line is currently down right now until 340. You get, you, I feel like you get joy in, 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 in informing, of people, informing people of the, the, the down, down metro lines yeah. in the morning. Yeah. I feel like it almost makes you happy to announce. Well, did like, you hear the sounder we made for that? You, you did what? We have like a wheel spinning that goes which line is down. Well, you used to have like you used to have like a what do you call it a, a bumper. You used to have like a, a thing that would introduce yeah. it. Then and you, you stop playing. You go it. now. Let's play which line. Yeah, is Yeah, but then, down, but then you stop doing spin. it because like I feel like it was too depressing. Like, well, it was just too often. <laughs> that would be the whole show. Or, or you no, know, it would be about the trains. It would be about the down train lines, like in yeah, the exactly. island and shit. Like, yeah, we had a few of them going. Stay on here. Hold on a second. We're, we're Hold all on, wait a researching. Minute. This is such a good segment. You know what? While this is going on, I think the worst is like I don't even care what you guys think about it. Hold on, chariots of fire. <laughs> this is awesome. This is per- great podcasting. Yeah. I am thinking of David Foster. No, nah, man. That's what I'm thinking of. It was Vangelis. It was definitely Vangelis. <laughs> it was Vangelis. I already God looked up. damn it. But what was David Foster's famous song? Oh, I know what it was. Uh, it was like Cherry Gets a Fire. It was this. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have the right for that? Because you know. Uh... Yeah, exactly. We're going to get fucked up. John Tesh himself. <laughs> I, love how just I was hanging out with John Tesh <laughs> last weekend. He was like, "Hey, you know what? I haven't gotten a royalty check for in a while." I was like, "What? What, John Tesh?" Let me guess. Was it? Did it go a little something like this? Went something like this. You've been listening to. Go plug yourself with guests, Esteban Vargas. Esteban, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, guys. That's no, the, that's the end of the episode. Let's just fade out here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks to a technical producer, Esteban Vargas. <laughs> Guest, Esteban Vargas. Researcher, Esteban Vargas. Original music by John Tesh. <laughs> original music by Esteban Vargas. Est- <laughs> With permission from John Tesh. John Tesh. <laughs> Express permission. Um, All right. Why, why, why are we listening to Imagine Dragons now? I don't even know what's going on. Um, now, do I five questions? Why then? don't you play? Oh, let's do five questions. Yeah, are we, we there? Really oh, actually, I have to get up and I have to go outside real quick. Can you do five questions with Esteban while I go this do This is what I was outside. thinking of. St. Elmo's Fire. No, that's, uh, that's John nobody. Parr. That's, 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 that's John that's, Parr. That's nobody you were talking about. This is, right now, David Foster, St. Elmo's Fire. There he is playing it. 
And it was written, but like, but Saint Elmo's Fire was inspired by the song oh, that was written man. about the guy that Look ran across you. the You're country. You're way too excited over that, was man. It, the, Saint Elmo's Fire was was inspired was by the other song about being right. written about the dude, uh, the, the, Man the, on Fire. Yeah, no, Man yeah, on Fire. Parr, uh, but the guy fire, with the man in motion. Man in motion. I could see that something's done, and there's a Esteban. Something, something now. Esteban's fire. Are you actually serious about stepping out, or can we do five questions? I actually got to go. You got to do five questions with Esteban. I got to. No. I'll be back in a second. Thanks, Walter. No, Thanks. Walter. Thanks. We're just going to talk. We're going to. You literally cannot <laughs> fucking, whatever you're doing can't wait 15 minutes. No, I can't. I can't. It fucking works. He's got a drug deal going out. Ugh. On out front there. Keep it together, Esteban. Pretty much. Uh, Pretty much. We, we swapped one ling for another. So this one is one ling for another. Yeah. That should be a segment. Yeah, one ling for another. You can't put it on. You, you put it on terribly. Microphone in right hand. Put the microphone in your right hand, and so now just swing it around the back. For those of you listening, Walter's See? sister just stepped in to replace him. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you actually were in the same grade as. That's no, bad. he was in between Walter. So and you're I. the middle wing child. Yeah, I was yeah. The, uh, the the wing child. I like yeah. that. Yes. Also, Esteban yes. was the greatest guy, like in elementary school. I remember. Uh, no, elementary school. Oh. Like, Sorry, oh, wait a second. <laughs> no, but you were. I don't remember no, that but person. you were always really nice and like. It is just, a nice guy. Walter was the biggest oh, piece thanks. of shit. Yeah, like, so. <laughs> <laughs> that's coming from his sister. Walter. He was doesn't the know what's going on right now. Well, that's his it's going to be fault. great when it gets posted and he hears that last part. What is up with the Habs? This is another zero-zero game. Still, if we wrap Who this up. Playing? Uh, Washington. Didn't they start okay. like three hours ago? Started at one, so it started two and a half hours ago. So there basically, the the time of a hockey game. There you go. Uh, uh, excuse me. Do you ever listen? To, do you actually ever listen to our podcast, Esteban? I do. Okay, so I you, generally do. So you I, actually I, know the five question segment. I I more or less know of it. You I know. sometimes don't make it all the way to the end, but it's I fine. Uh, a lot of I people do listen don't. to your podcast. <laughs> A lot, uh, people who do listen to the end are, are usually like upset that we like wait till, till the, the end, end to do those to questions. Do the segment. Yeah, right? they're like because they're like, God damn it, the last forty minutes was brutal. Who? What are we fucking? I'm. We've been recording these out of order, so the questions <laughs> are like awesome. I don't even understand. Uh, so the first question is, what did you want to be when you grow up? When I was a kid, what yeah. I wanted to be, yeah. believe it or not, was a bus driver. You know, you're not the Why? first person who said I that. I was, like, fascinated with streets. I was fascinated with driving. Uh, <laughs> I was fascinated with the city. I still am fascinated with the city. Uh, so I guess I guess it would be that last point, really, that brought it all together. What changed finally? Like, was there something that you're like, maybe this isn't the proof? <laughs> like, I realized um, being a bus driver sucks. <laughs> essentially, when I started going to school, probably, <laughs> and realized, hey, there's more in the world out was, there. Kind we of. Listen, thing. Uh, do you know the uh, the LARPs, the series guys? I don't know if you've heard of no. them or whatever. They're they do, they're like they do a web series, and they just got picked up by okay. uh, like an actual internet web series okay. company. Uh, but yeah, they're making their season two and. The one of the, the writer from that, John Farrell, he also said bus driver, and he was like, because in his head when he was a little kid, the most like monetary transactions he saw were all people oh, giving money to the bus, to the bus driver. driver so he's they like, get I on. didn't see a lot of money as a kid, but I saw people fucking dropping change to the bus That's driver, and he's like, bus drivers are loaded. <laughs> Honestly, I wouldn't even have thought of that. Yeah, that's brilliant though. Like, like the, the logic as a kid makes sense. Yeah, right? You're like, I don't see a lot of money exchange True. hands on a day to day basis, but I do see a lot of money going to that little box and to that bus good driver. Point. <laughs> that's <laughs> a good point. I would have never put that together. But sure. I was like, that was all. I was like, you really had it together as a little kid. Like you that's were like awesome. completely wrong. That's but, awesome. But it was like your little kid logic. I would have made never sense. put that together. It's a bus driver. I think yeah, you said you're definitely totally. at least a second person who totally. said bus driver. Totally. I feel that also it's like it's a job that you see as a kid. Yeah. Like it's kind of like you're well, like it's it's you something. Ha- yeah. Yeah. You I have mean, a bus driver exactly. Right? right. You're like I under- and you're like I can get my head around this job too. Like an account <laughs> an accountant. All right, you're like, five no, questions. I have nothing. We're already in the fucking. We're in the middle. Of oh, good. Of perfect. Walter. Second question, Walter. Second question. What's the worst fashion choice you've ever made? Walter did it. The worst fashion choice I've ever made. Besides right now. He did it. He did it. That's a given. Uh, worst fashion choice I've ever made was probably at one point when I was working up north, I thought I would be I thought I would be brilliant by wearing the most obnoxious thing in the world. Yeah. So essentially I, I went for the flashiest pair of shorts, t shirt, uh, and uh, sneakers. And I wore this bright red like a neon red pair of shorts. Nice. Uh, it was this neon green T-shirt 
And so wait, I, we got red, we yeah, got green, red. white sneakers, white sneakers. No, white sneakers. no, the sneakers. I think were like white blue. Was a, it was blue, and I think I had a bandana. Also or Mexico. Like that. Also Mexico. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you were so representing no. your. At no point in time did you ever go like full bro, where you were like, "I'm just gonna try this." No, no I was. I was. I, never I could went tell you that he didn't. I, no, I, no, I, I, I knew him. Asking. I knew him no, at the well, time the, that he might have done thing, that, and I could tell you that he didn't. Yeah, yeah. the thing is, you you got to realize too. We went to high school that had uniforms, so we were forced to all look the same. Um, did you so, Did you even talk about the antenna thing yet? Or? No, I didn't talk about. How have you gone this far into the podcast? I know, right? Okay, here's the thing in high school. Did Esteban beat you to within an inch of your life with a car A couple antenna? times. A couple yeah. times. With a car like, antenna. Esteban, snapped no. it off and was Please, like. Please, Esteban. No, it was stop. more the reverse. This is my switch. We had a, like, a rivalry going on for some it wasn't reason. It was a rivalry. Yeah, it was somewhat of a rivalry. It was just me being a lunatic. <laughs> nice. <laughs> At least you can admit it. We, right? We'd honestly skip classes. We didn't skip classes. We, did, we didn't, I didn't class. skip class once in my life. You, you, oh, come on. I don't recall skipping class. Oh, come class. on. I don't recall skipping class. You don't class. recall. Although, if you say that it happened, it might have Anyways, we'd skip classes every now and then. But we had things to do. We, we had, had important, yeah, we, yeah, we extracurricular had important, things to do. Things clearly, to do. clearly. Uh, including Walter chasing me around with a car antenna he found in the uh, dumpster, I believe. And also, I want to say a baseball bat once. Did you I call feel there was a baseball bat at some point, and I had a wet towel, I think. Right. Did you call it your switch? Yeah. No. Oh, you should have, though. That's no. why I called it my Esteban beating stick. Yeah. Oh, Esteban. We used to... Um, I, he, I, he honestly broke through doors. I tried to, I crack, him, like, I tried to crack him open like a pinata. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I had a wet towel in return at times. Right? Uh, Weird. It was during that time. Esteban was made entirely out of Pepe and mache. And, uh, and You're full of candy, Esteban. I know it. I'm gonna get the candy inside you. I, and like faculty would just see me screaming, "I'm gonna get the candy inside you," and no one would say anything. It's like, oh, those two. I did not go to a lot of class in grade eleven. Peas in a pod, they are. I think because remember in, in they called them semesters, but there were four of them, right? In high school, that's like semesters. Which, yeah, yeah, that's what they call them. Did they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the, 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 I don't know. They were, what quarterly, they were quarterly semesters. Yeah, exactly. So. But they're but like over an, like a nine-month period that you're in school. Like, it's very strange. Anyway, and I remember once, like, how, ma- how many days of school are there in a semester? Like a you lot. Sp- uh, not that many. In a semester? I don't know. So it's, you, you like take ten 40? months and you split it into four. Yeah. And you yeah. have, like, two and a half months each. Yeah. And then you have a ton of ped days and weekends. Yeah. So you're, Maybe. like, you're talking about, like, maybe fucking true, like, 30 days. I had a semester where I had 22 absences. That's awesome. And Fuck. it was like, and like, it was the point where my girlfriend in like in high school, people would be like, the teachers would be like, "Is Keith going to be in school today?" She's like, "I don't know. This is like, <laughs> this is pre cell phone time." She's like, "I have no idea." She's like, "I see him after school. Like, right. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I rarely see him in school." And one of the big things is that my grade 11 year was the year where there was the big teacher strike, but Ooh. the uh, the auditorium uh, was an actual like used by the city like for like public oh, for yeah okay. like, public functions and whatever yeah and it was traditionally always like manned by students but no teacher could actually like helm the students that's because funny. of the teacher strike because it was an extracurricular that's funny so like i was like had kind of a job from the school to run the auditorium because they were like we'll just put it put the grade 11s in charge right? they're like what, 16. what's the worst that could happen it's well what can happen is you can have a 16 year old who can write himself letters out of class just be like <laughs> i need to set up for tonight's like can we go into question council three? meeting anyway <laughs> long story short the cat walks in the auditorium we used to have meter stick fights and pretend it was star wars there it you was go the best there that's funny that's kind of like and that's uh kind of yeah question really. three <laughs> Who's the best person ever? Go. Answer. Don't quick. Think, don't faster, think. Don't faster. think. Don't think. Don't think. Best don't person think, ever. First think, name that came to your head. Don't think. Terry DeMonte. Don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I really want him on the show. Yeah, we're going to get Terry. We're going to do it. Best two-thirds of the morning show. ever. Um, he has to, I figured. Yeah. Since I was a kid, in all honesty, I I don't know if I took an affinity to this guy Mose just Persico. because. Mose Persico. Yes. No. <laughs> Dean uh, Agopian. I, I think it was just because he was so connected to Montreal and he was all about giving back, and it seemed genuine. Elvis Gratton. Sid Stevens. Oh, Sid Stevens. Sid Stevens of Sun Youth. And this was as a kid, and he's always been at the back of my head. He's one of those guys that just seems so genuine. And you know how many – you know how, there's so many foundations, and some people, unfortunately, ha- have a secondary cause for being involved with something. Right. This guy is Ulterior just – Ulterior motive. Exactly. This guy is just straight up. He's doing it. Exactly, and he's been doing it for so long, and every time you talk to him – I remember going in one day to meet him at Sun Youth, and he just had the simplest of offices. He had a simple desk, a couple of papers on his desk, a simple little phone, nothing fancy, no computer, and this guy managed to run this organization that's become so much. 
and that's that's actually important. I know it's serious and all, but it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, it's for sure. Like genuinely, it's... he's to me, he's a great individual in the city. So, uh, do do you see yourself like? Doing something like getting into charity later, like or like running I, a charity. Honestly, I don't producing a charity show. I don't think that's really my thing. I I can see myself, I guess, running associate, a telethon, associating with a cause, right. but not necessarily running a cause. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I. Do well, that's I, that's what I said. All. I was like, when my yeah. head, I was like, oh, totally. like producing something. For oh, charity. totally. Absolutely. Question number four, Walter. I'm very confused <laughs> about whose question this is. I'm going to err on the side of caution. Oh, oh yeah, I have no, no idea anymore. Like, and they, ask him they, multiple they, questions. He's totally be, screwed. There's going to be 4A and 4B. He's, he's going to get... 4A and 4B. We're doing these so out of order. This do is I, actually going to air in April, this episode. <laughs> I do I get paid extra for the extra question? No. 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 You're going to get You're going to get the question from... The question, from, this comes from a past guest. Yeah, no, no. no. He's going to get 4A and 4B because I don't know. He's going to get Michael Mando's question, who was our actual last episode. <laughs> I feel some... No, Mando got some... Somebody got Mando's question. No? No, because Mando's airing right before him. Yeah, exactly. So give him Mando's question. So we're giving him Mando's question, but I think we might have given Mando's question to the Comedy Works people, but I no, can't remember. No, we didn't. Just give Mando's I'm question. I'm also going to give him the Comedy Works question because I don't think anybody what's got his, that what's, yet. What's Mando's question? Okay. This is a great question. I think we went to Comedy Local Works. Local actor Michael Mando. He's going to be in Better Call Saul. I know. Awesome. Fully aware. Awesomeness. We had him and, on the podcast. And uh, he's, he's a voice actor for he's a great Ubisoft. Voice actor. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, we had, him on, we had him on the show twice. The first time we had him was Courtesy, uh, was uh, courtesy Lisa Lee. Boss Lisa Lee made that happen. Friend of the podcast, Lisa Lee. Friend of Montreal. You don't connect. Friend of Montreal. More important, she's a friend of mine. Uh-huh. Hey. Uh-huh. Okay, so we're going to ask you Michael Mando's question, then we're going to ask him Mike Gowing and, and Ian's question. Mando's question. No, because I don't think Mike and Ian <laughs> get to ask anybody anything. Man. Yeah, they will. Nope. Yeah. Michael Mando's question it. is how do you overcome adversity? Like uh like in the face of failure. Like sort of like you failed at something, how do you pick yourself back up and like do it again? So basically like you know, how do you you know how you feel at the end of every show? Yeah. How do you yeah, exactly, how do you make yeah. yourself do another yeah. show after that? Um to be honest, it's just something I don't even think about that anymore. It just it's reached that point where it's like you it's, failed so much that no, it's become no, as daily. Well, like, it's not even failed so much. Geez. It's it, it, it <laughs> reaches that point. <laughs> no, it reaches that point where you're just like life goes on. Just move on to the next thing. Learn from what you did wrong. And as cheesy as it sounds, as as cliche as it sounds, I, I kind of just move on and I I I try not to harp on things because I mean that's. That's essentially what would bring me down every day. Right. That's a good answer. If that were the case. All right. Now we're going to ask Mike Gowing and Ian Campbell's question because I really don't care. I feel it's just going to get lost in the sands of time if it doesn't. They want to know. This whole fourth question is about that. um, You've been convicted of a murder, I suppose. Uh, You're in RDP prison. (laughs) Of course. You're about to be killed by, like, execution. What is your last... like execution? What is your last... <laughs> they, they no, do no, that no, in no, 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 but I'm saying, but like, you're going to be killed by execution. You're not going to be killed in a prison fight. Okay. I'm making that differentiation. <laughs> they don't do execution. <laughs> it's Canada. <laughs> Chief? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what is your last meal, and what celebrity serves it to you? Lasagna. And Terry DeMonte brings you a smoked meat sandwich. <laughs> 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 and what celebrity serves it to yeah, me? Yeah, what celebrity serves you? you? For some reason, Garfield. For some reason, you get like I don't know why. Yeah. Garfield, the Garfield the cat, Bill Murray. Dead or alive, or is there dead a, or alive? Sure, go dead or alive. Murray, Bill Murray doing the voice of Garfield uh, <laughs> brings you a pan of lasagna. <laughs> I'd Worst. say. Is it like your? Is it your mom's lasagna, or is it, it like? It has to be. It has to be either my mom's or my grandmother's lasagna. You, you mean your nonas? Yeah, my nonas. You have Mexican lasagna. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. Thanks. Yeah, we have You're Mexican to lasagna like, too. Is, is, it, is that basically like enchiladas? Yeah. Exactly. It's kind of the exactly. same deal. Yeah. Thanks, Walter. Na, 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 still talking? Na, na, na. I know my shit. Is your mic still on? I'm talking about. Mic still on? Enchiladas are the best. Okay. Can Celebrity. I have can I have? Can I go over to your place sometime? Can we have Mexican food? I really like authentic Mexican food. We'll work on that. Cool. Yeah, work on that. I'll make it myself. I don't even care. All right. Real question. Celebrity. Who's Las- serving it to you? Lasagna and... Could be a man, could be a woman. Could be a man, could if, be a woman, If it's a woman, you alive. could maybe potentially try to sleep with her. If it's a man, you could no. sleep with him. Like, if, if... I'm not saying you could, I'm saying, but like, <laughs> this, this would be your last <laughs> chance you. to try. Thanks, Keith. Right? Like, this is your last shot at also getting laid. I'd say someone like Kurt Cobain. Just because I'd be so fascinated just to even have 30 seconds to talk to him. You'd be excited. You'd be like... Kurt Cobain or David Bowie. Yeah, exactly. And and if Kurt Cobain made the lasagna, you might die before being executed. You know what I'm saying? Right. But imagine, I was like... Because I'm saying it's a heroin lasagna. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was just going to be like, you have like 30 seconds with Kurt Cobain. You could be like, this is really dark. You could be like, why didn't you just kill Courtney first? Right. No, come on now. (laughs) Keith, we're going to have to cut this part out. I'm so sorry. Question five. Well, you know the joke? It's, this is one of my favorite One of my favorite like rock and roll jokes is what's the difference between uh, no. Sid Vicious and Kurt Cobain? Don't do it. 
He's going to do That's it. That's what I'm going to do. He's going to do it. You know the answer to the show. He's going to do it. I'm not doing this. But do you know the answer? I do. I'm not going to do this. Exactly. You're on your own on this one. Sit at the good sense. Come on. You're on your own on this one. first. Hey. Question number five. So Kirk, that was, ladies and lasagna. gentlemen, that was Keith. I did not give that answer. Yeah, that was Keith. I, I, I want to say that was that was not that was Esteban. Esteban. That wasn't Walter. I mean, I'm pulling Keith Walter out of this one. Esteban Lane. Esteban may be Esteban may be incompetent, but he's a good guy. I'm saving know? Walter from this one. It wasn't Thank Walter. You. It was all Thank Keith. You. Do any of us even know Courtney Love? I actually. Anyway, um, <laughs> she's now you Lenny ask Kravitz. a question, not oh. knowing who the next guest is going to be, because we don't know. Is it going to be a Montrealer? Maybe. Possibly. Chances are it's going to be a Montreal. Good chances, yeah. Montreal. But I mean, it could be an out of right. counter in Montreal. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. You have smoked meat, Montreal smoked meat, real Montreal smoked meat, not that subway crap that they've been yeah. pushing. <laughs> real Montreal smoked meat. Commercials on show, boy. So good on you. Don't even get me started. All right. <laughs> real Montreal smoked meat. A poutine. Yeah. Like the best poutine. Yeah, the best poutine yeah. in all of Montreal. Yeah. And Fresh your favorite fries. Montreal bagels. Uh-huh. So whether it's St. Viator, sure. whether it's Fairmount, whether it's Back in Time and it's Dad's. Dad's, uh, dads. right? Dad's. Okay, you know what? I'll say I, a lot of good things about Dad's. Their bagels were not the best. <laughs> as much as I like Dad's, let's not like <laughs> let's not be overly nostalgic about Dad's bagels. Nice. Do you know? Anyway. Do you want to know something really fucking? You Let him finish this. the question. No, I'm letting sake. him formulate his th- thought while I. He has a thought formulated. Do it. Okay. You've Don't. got you've got those three food choices. Right. Okay. You can't have two for the rest of your life. Oh. Which one would you hang on to? Oh. I'd hang on to poutine, 100%. Would you? Yeah. Oh. It's the one I eat the most. Like the no most bagels. You can't have bagels in the morning anymore. Oh. No, but I could, I could no have bagels. bagels. I could have shitty, puffy, no, like, No, no, no. Bagels. Those don't count. No you bagels. You said good Montreal you said, bagels. You said, no. No bagels, favorite. period. You said your favorite. So Fair I can't enough. have any Fair bagels. Fair enough. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Because I was going to say, I can have those shitty bagels. I can have the shitty fat. What's the point, though? the point? The bread bagels. It's round bread. Yeah, it's round bread. It's round, dense bread. Okay, so you can't have think, two of them anymore. I think I'd probably have to keep. I think I'd, I don't know, because like I don't feel like I have smoked meat often enough. But like I, I can't. No, but man. when you do crave it, I know. You see, I, uh, can you circumvent yeah, it by think, having I a smoked meat poutine? No. Damn it. No. I, I think I'd keep the smoked meat. I'd keep poutine one hundred percent for the rest of your life. Okay, so smoked meat is just smoked meat. You know, like oh. you can't. Let's make sure I get this right. Uh, real Montreal smoked meat, the best poutine in Montreal. Good munch, best Montreal bagels. You can't have two of them anymore. What do you keep? Yeah. yeah. All right. Exactly. Got it. What, would, what would you keep? Exactly. What would I keep? Yeah. I'd probably keep the poutine. Yeah. I'd keep the poutine. I'd, I'd, I'd genuinely keep the poutine. But did you hear about anyway? So bagels. <laughs> did you hear about the poutine is just like curd cheese, like gravy and fries, like which is like it comes together really well. Yeah. But I'm, I'm saying like you could have those things all independently of each other. Nope. Yeah, you can. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> No, anyway, we're getting into technicalities. Not by these rules. <laughs> Wait, plug something. What if you mix them in your mouth? Plug something. Uh, I fear you have this, like, sh- I want to talk about Dad's bagels. I just really wanted to say this They're one thing. They're not great. I, I don't give a shit. Did you hear about <laughs> the fucking, the oven? The fact that it's, They had a real like, oven, yeah. They had, they had a real... Bagel like, oven, yeah. Real bagel, like, wood-burning oven. Yeah. And that with its, like, you can't legally have those anymore... And they're like grandfathered into the places that have them. So, like, with the closure of Dan's Bagels, yeah, we lost. We gone. lost a wood-burning oven in yeah. Montreal. Like, and that's we why just... they were almost—they were almost really good bagels. But yeah, exactly. like, there was something missing. Yeah. I and I think I know what that one thing is, but I don't want to say. It. <laughs> now, nope. Um, so, what do you plug? Plug I something. There's, there's it could a, be. Plug I mean, it's a, a promotion coming up on show. It could be like I know you're involved. We always have promotions coming up on show. I don't know when this is airing, so let's say listen this is to show. Air in two weeks. Listen to show weekdays, five thirty to ten. Okay, listen for the airplane noise and call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll get the airplane noise going. Yeah. We'll have yeah. some awesome prizes. <laughs> yeah. uh, Walter texts nonstop throughout, so you'll, you'll, you'll have my anger coming through. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't I texted it. You haven't. It's been a while. Yeah, it hasn't, right. been, it hasn't been a text it's contest. A I don't it's know if you've while. had one recently, but this is kind of. The are we talking about for texting for contests? Right? Like, it's true. Are we, ta- are we talking about me <laughs> texting for contests or in general? Or me texting? In general, you're angry. Me being like, well, actually, what you've said right now is incorrect. I like to, and and we covered this with Heather. It's usually snarky. It's usually very snarky. Or I'm the. I'm the informal. Uh, I'm the informal fact checker. True. Show. Walter yes. live True. tweets the morning show. Yes. True. <laughs> True. But yeah, but I was gonna say, as I was saying though, I was like, this is kind of airplane noise season. It it, like, it kind of is... is, and seeing as this is airing in two weeks, in theory, we just ended a promotion where we had trips. Oh, we had airplane. You know what we're going to? A promotion. Foo Fighters in Boston. Look at you. I know I, you told well, me. About I don't them. know why you said Boston. You mean Washington, Washington DC. Washington DC. I hear they're coming to Montreal. You may have heard it here first. I hear. You hear? I hear mm. something. Heavy MTL. What's that? Heavy MTL. That's what I heard last. I heard murmurs of that a while ago. That yeah, was That's so what I heard last. This is not where I heard first. There were also rumors of possibly two nights at the Bell Center. Hey. There was rumors of possibly their own show at Park John Drapeau. 
Yeah. I do that it's all floating around. I, they're a fucking um, amazing band. Just put it I've seen them in various incarnations. I've seen them do their acoustic set. I've seen them open for Dylan. I've seen Look them do their you. regular show. I've seen them a bunch of times. Yeah. Look at you, man. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw them open for Dylan, it was better than the Dylan part. Everybody everybody who's been there says it was better than, like... Because Dylan's so... Well, I mean, how old was Dylan at the time, too? Well, like, no, but it's just a question of he's, like... Apparently, he was on a also a bad string. Like, apparently, like, Montreal, Toronto, and, like, a couple others were, like, four or five nights a row garbage and then like a week later everyone's like he's the best he's great he's so like all right he either just doesn't give a fuck true or apparently nails it and i think that you're just fucking in a weird spot true esteban yes question, anything else you want to plug other question than six question six if no one told me about this if part. something happens to heather and terry monday morning the first call is to walter and keith to just absolutely right here, here absolutely here it is absolutely absolutely not rob cam it's not rob cam that if is, is huge. I want you to know that. Yeah. It's a giant if. No, no, no. Like, I'm, like, in no way would Walter and I arrange no, something no, no, to you're, happen you're, to you're, you're most, Heather You're more likely to get struck by lightning. We play the air horn or game. Or win the lottery. Yeah, exactly. We're going to play the air horn game, which is to guess how many times Walter <laughs> is going to press the air horn. We'll get a live caller and be like, in the next 30 seconds, how many times is Walter going to press the air horn button? And then you just need to guess a number, then Walter just does it. Walter's in a soundproof room when this happens, so he doesn't know the guess. That's funny. And then he's just like, bam, 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 bam. We're just like counting it. Do you have any non-shum stuff you want to plug? Non-shum stuff. Uh, CJD Comedy Show, weeknights, 11 right. midnight. Boom. With, there's uh, that. With? With Joey Elias. Friend of the show, uh, Joey, by Elias. Joey Elias. Yep. So uh, I was that. I was just on that a couple Mondays ago. Yep, about two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And uh, last but not least, assuming we still have content going, MontrealMusicScene.com. Boom. MontrealMusicScene.com. And you're the founder, dude, or what? Uh, just involved with it. Yep. It's kind of something I got thrown into over the years. And, yeah. uh, and let's, can we, can you, you want to plug your uh, your handmade pinata shop? Yes, or? my handmade uh, pinata shop. Uh, On Jean <laughs> Yeah. Jean I was going to say, right do you want to uh, plug the fact that you are made out of a pinata? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Do you want to do you want to exactly. plug? Do you want to request that people stop hitting you with sticks on the <laughs> Pretty street? Pretty much. Pretty much. Esteban Vargas, thank you so much for being Thanks here for today. Out, thank you guys. Awesome. <laughs> it was a pleasure. This is wonderful. Right. Don't hit stop. I'm I'm not done talking. No, you don't. Right. I'm gonna stop. go, I'm gonna go okay. pee and I gotta Leland's do this. playing us He's out. going for the stop Fine. button here. Like how it is. Yeah, I still got things to say, man. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh, man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure, as always, to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc we're not working, why should you?